If you ever wonder, okay, I'm ready to get my project going, but I don't know who I can trust and who I should hire. Choosing the right contractor is crucial. And here on From Leaks to Lux, Mastering Bathroom and Kitchen Design, the ultimate podcast where we dive deep into the world of interior design transformations. Get ready to unlock the art of design and unravel the secrets of turning everyday spaces into exquisite havens of functionality and style. From tackling unexpected leaks to crafting luxurious bathroom and kitchen sanctuaries. Today's special episode is a little bit different than normal. I'm going to be sharing with you a recording that Kim, my partner, and I did together last year that we have up on the website as an informational fact-finding guide for you and figuring out what questions you should ask when you're looking to pick a contractor and what to look for in a good contractor. Because remember, that choosing the right contractor takes time and effort. And if you've hired an interior designer, that's gonna be almost like a skip in the step where you don't have to fully vet the contractor, but all of this is good to have in your head because the designer is referring you to whom they trust and they work with. And usually that's gonna be someone who is efficient, who flows, who's clean and makes their client happy. And then when their client's happy, they're happy. And designers were very picky right so with a contractor that is recommended to you by your designer it's usually a win-win however depending on the experience of the designer the expertise the longevity of how long they've been in business sometimes snafus can still occur and especially as you're starting out as a designer you have to go through a handful of contractors to find the right one but All of this information is handy for you so you can feel confident and know what to be looking for. And because it's an investment that can greatly impact the success of your project or the nightmare of your project. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode today. Welcome to OC Sanctuary Interior Design and Bath. This page is here to educate you on your next home improvement project. Right, so today we're going to talk about what happens when you've already decided, okay, this is what I want to do my kitchen or I want to do my, my windows, and I have considered a few potential contractors to hire. What happens when they come into my home? What questions should I be asking? What should I be looking out for? And then ultimately, how do I decide on one contractor as opposed to another? Yeah, I think it's really important because these are big projects. This is your home. This is something that you, your pride and joy. And so the last thing you want is a nightmare of a project to drag on for months and months or a contractor just drop and leave. And we've heard nightmare after nightmare of all these different scenarios that can happen that just are extremely stressful. Your money is gone and yet the work is not done. So this is really, I think, important for us to educate you and we're passionate about making sure that you know about red flags. What are some red flags to determine if you're choosing the right contractor? So I'm excited to get into these questions. So Kim, do you want to share with us, let's say you're, you've called somebody, they look legit, their website looks legit, they come out to the home. And what are like some opener questions that you can give our viewers? Well, I mean, the first thing I would 
say is, you know, you got to be kind of be careful and take it with a grain of salt in terms of their website, their marketing, because that's all it is. It's just marketing. And at the end of the day, marketing isn't the thing that's going to get your project done, okay? It's the actual how long they've been in business, you know, what the track record is, because really, you know, past performance is going to be an indicator of future performance, okay? The other thing people always have concern about or worry about is the cost, right? But you also got to look at it this way. Quality isn't going to be cheap. And if you want something cheap, you're probably not going to get quality. At the end of the day, your home is your biggest investment, right? And I, I go into homes all the time, and I see these people who are so concerned about cost, and that's all they're concerned about. But they don't have a problem going out and then, you know, filling up their, their car tank with premium gas on a, on a depreciating asset. But they want to do the cheapest that they can do on their home, and, and that's just a mistake. Yeah, because you end up paying double. Right. Because you, you, you pay for the cheapest labor, the cheapest product, and then a couple years down the line, maybe even less than that, a leak occurs or there's mold and there's you have to redo the whole thing all over again and usually when there's issues like that you have to tear everything out and it's more expensive right because you know they can show you all the materials and then you may like it but realize that insulation is a very very big part of the project Mm -hmm. right because if the stuff is not installed right then it's not any good no matter how good it looks you know when they show it so going to that, Kim, if it was our home, what what would you be looking for? What kind of questions would you be asking? Well, I want to make sure that they're insured. First of all, they have liability insurance, they have workman's comp. Um, then I want to see, you know, what kind of materials they're going to be using. Because some contractors, they don't supply any material. Do some sort of homework on the company that you're having to come into your house. Okay. And you can find that information on Facebook or on Yelp, right? Just, I would caution on Yelp, just really be careful about what you read on there and why they got a one star as opposed to a five star. Because some of it, you know, the one star that they get may not have anything to do with their work. Well, people get really emotional over their home projects. So that's, yeah. Right. I would say more of the better business bureau or contractors. If you're in California, they have the... um, cslb.ca.gov that you can go to because it's the um, contractor state licensing board and then they oversee contractors in the state okay and so there you can find information on how long they've been in business you know if they have workman's comp if they have liability insurance if they've had any sort of suspension or complaints, so you can see all those things, and I would definitely suggest that you do that. Okay. All right. So let's say you did all that homework. They come out. Now, what are some phrases that you should be listening for that they are saying that are good signs that they're reputable? Well, they'll, they'll tell you how long they've been in business, and then you know. So if you've done your homework, you would have known how long they've been in business just by going to. The, the, the state website. But it's good to double check what they say. Right. And so some, some people will say, well, we've been in business for 30 years. And then you go on the website and you look and they've only been around for two years. 
right? So and that's not on their website. That's on the contractor's board. Correct, yeah. right? And so what they're saying is they may have 30-year experience, and that could be they combine that with their dad, with their uncle, with their dog, whatever, right? And they combine all together, and we have 30 years of uh, home improvement experience when they've only been in business for two years. So that would be one red flag, right? The other thing is if they don't have workman's comp, that's not somebody you want to do business with because if someone, you know, got hurt on the property, you end up being liable um, for the injury, okay? The other thing that I always look at is, you know, where or not they offer financing. Well, you may not even want to use financing, which is perfectly okay. But if they do offer financing, then that means that the financing company, some third parties won't take a chance on them, okay? Well, so. Yeah. Um, that no. means they're really legit because yeah. financing that's risky right right so so that's something you, you want to consider too mm -hmm. and then in terms of what kind of product they're offering what kind of warranty they're offering so you know most people say they want a quality product um, they want a, a company who's gonna be around to service them in the event they have any issues right yeah. And then, you know, at the end of the uh, presentation, obviously, you want to see how much it's going to cost, right? So a lot of companies will come out, they'll look at it, and some of them will send you an email, okay? Others will give you the price right there and then, and then they will tell you, okay, this price is good for a year, and then they'll do a, a price drop and say, you know, if you move forward within the next 30 days, you can get some more savings. If you move forward today, you know, all of a sudden the $18,000 project is now going to be $11,000. do not fall for that, okay? If they drop from $18,000 to $11,000 on that visit, <laughs> was that project ever really worth $18,000, mm. okay? Because they still have to make profit, so that eleven is including. Yeah, so that 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 eleven is probably the real price, okay? And they just do these price drops in order to get you to do it. Now, there's nothing wrong if you actually love the product and you trust them and you move forward with that, okay? All I'm saying is don't feel pressure to to do that because you feel like oh they dropped like seven thousand. I'm gonna save seven thousand dollars if I move forward um, today, okay? The thing is, you just got to really be careful about, okay, so the 11000 or whatever price they come up with, right? Is that inclusive? Or after you come into my home and you do a demolition, then you're going to tell me, here's a change order, here's oh. another $3,000. Yeah, that's always a nightmare, especially with the smaller companies, is they don't account for everything up front. They don't even account for plumbing. Like to open the wall, there's gonna be maybe old house plumbing issues, and they don't really account for that. And so then you have to pitch in more money that you weren't anticipating because you're thinking right the day you agree, like that's the amount, and then that's locked in your head. Right, and you know, right now we're in uh, a situation where everything should be taking longer, just because of supply chain. Um, issues but if you do get a, a contractor who say hey I can do this tomorrow you really got a question where or not it's really worth it you may want to do it tomorrow but if they're not even busy and they can do the job tomorrow nobody wants them when was their last job and right. where's the material coming from uh, it's yeah. like secondhand scrap it's not a full 
slab because you have to, you know, unless it's in the yard, you have to wait for the full slab to come. So the other thing that I've seen people get stuck on is they'll say, yeah, we're going to start tomorrow. They come and they really don't do anything except they demolish. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then they leave. And then they're not coming back to whenever. And I have no bathroom for like three months. Correct. But the reason why they do that is because now they have it. Okay, they already demolished it, right? And so if you try to back out, they've already done the work, and then they're going to say, okay, well, we got to charge you whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other thing is, you know, whatever state you live in, you need to figure out how much the contractor can take as a deposit. Okay. In California, the most they can take is $1,000. That's it. Okay. Yeah, so that's the other red flag. If they say, $5,000 and you can pay later or what have you, then that's illegal. I have a question. Can they legally, after you pay, let's say they follow the $1,000, they come the next day, they demo, can they legally collect another installment or is there a certain time or phase that goes by that they can collect another installment? No, unless there are materials, they can't. Okay. They really shouldn't be demoing until they have materials. That, again, is a sign. They cannot collect after they demo until they have materials. Yeah, because, okay, so they, they demolish it, and people, wow, you can start and you can demolish it. Okay, then what? When, when is my actual installation? Okay, so you you got to really talk about those things. When will you be able to start? And then once you start, how long is it going to take? I say that's a red flag, honestly, if the consumer has to ask all those leading questions too. Like, wouldn't the professional company set all that up, say, okay, we're not going to install until we have your materials. Like, those should be things that, again, that would be a red flag. If you're feeling like you're not getting that information, you have to ask for it, that's a huge red flag. That's probably not the contract you want to work with. Right. And then, you know, are they going to use subcontractors or not? Then the issue is then, okay, the subcontractor did the work on your house, Mm -hmm. Right? And then you pay the contractor, mm -hmm. and then the contractor decides to keep all the money and not pay the subcontractor. Now the subcontractor has already done work in your house. Mm -hmm. They're going to put a lien in your house. So now you got yourself a nightmare. Yeah. Okay? You, you feel like you already paid yeah. <laughs> for that whole job. So most do that, though, already. So how do you avoid that scenario? Well, th there has to be something in the uh, agreement, okay? that um, the money you pay them take care of all the subcontractors and they have to indemnify you for any lawsuit. Okay. So it's on the, it has to be in writing yeah. it's on the contractor, not the homeowner. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Now, that's not going to stop people. People are going to sue. They're gonna, just going to sue. Right. Okay. But at least you have something in writing. And the other thing is because you're doing something in your house, all these things should be in writing. Now, what about companies who have employees that install versus subcontractors? Well, then you know that you're not going to run into that issue, right? If they're just having employees install it, then you're not going to have to worry about a subcontractor putting a lien on your house because they weren't paid at the end. I hear that the most, right? It's lack of communication where, you, you know, you sign um, the contract, you gave them money, and then you don't hear anything. So I ask, okay, so when is the next time I'm going to hear from you? And what kind of communication will you be uh, giving me? Is it mostly email that they're going to send you any sort of update? How long before you actually do installation? 
Okay, and how will I know that? When is the next time you're gonna call me to give me some sort of installation date? Uh-huh. Can you give us like a fake answer versus a real legitimate? They're gonna call you, right? Because someone could say they're gonna call you and then never call you. When I go into the home, I I tell the the customer that okay, so now the next step is we're gonna order the materials. Okay, and once we order the materials, we'll give you a call to let you know that the materials have been. Okay, then the next conversation uh, that you will probably have from us is we'll call you to let you know the materials have come in. Okay, then at that point we'll check for the materials, make sure that nothing has been damaged in transit, and then we'll call you and give you an installation date. Okay, okay? and at that point you can say, you know what, those dates don't work for me, but these dates do, right? The other thing that the, the consultant, whoever's in your home, should be telling you is how long will it take to install this. Okay, so that you know, so you can plan vacation, you can plan, you know, to, to have the dog in daycare or whatever, right? So, and if they're not giving you all that stuff, then maybe the, the consultant isn't well-versed in what he or she is doing, okay? So that could be a sign for you, too. Because any legitimate company who's done, you know, this for a long time, and you're not hiring a contractor who tells you that, he or she is a specialist in the bathroom if that's your project when they actually do roofing. So, you know, if they do do bathrooms or they do do windows and that's your project, they should know how long it's going to take. One of the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, getting three bids. I hear that a lot, right? People have this idea that, you know, before they purchase anything, they should go get three bids. The problem is, how do you know you selected the right company <laughs> even even after three yeah, bids? That's a good point. Quite, quite <laughs> frankly, even after ten bids. Right. The reality of it is, and sadly so, most companies go out of business. A high percentage in the 90s go out of business within five years. So because most of them go out of business within five years, their warranty may not be any good at all. So remember... Before I said that past performance is a good indicator of future performance, that really is one of the key things that you need to, um, to accept. When people have a list of questions to ask me, that means that they did the homework, and since I know I'm offering a quality product, I don't shy away from that. I want to answer everything, because I don't want anybody to have any surprises. I want the job to go as smoothly as possible. For me, for the homeowner, I want to make sure that when my installers come in that they have all the information they need, I will put that in the note. They want to make sure that they all wear booties or they all wear masks. So all these are, are concerns that I will take great care to ask my potential customer to make sure that they have a very smooth experience. And I'll do that the same for you. You just call me and then ask me, okay, Kim, this is what I intend to do with my house. What questions do I, should I be asking to make sure that um, I'm on the right track? This has been so informative, thoroughly beneficial. So I really, truly hope everyone has gleaned some really great information from this. We are here to help you with your project as well. If you'd like to contact us, we can have a conversation with you more in detail about your specific project. Right. I, I just want to make sure that the information is out there and that you know you have a smooth project because when you don't it reflects on all of us in the business and that's not what I want to see happen and you know remember there's a reason why there's a saying if it's too good to be true it probably is 
Keep that in mind, please. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? All right, good luck with your project. Thank you so much for listening and sharing this brand new podcast and blog with your friends and subscribing. To view the blog and this project's photos, head on over to www.ocsib.com forward slash blog. The link is in the show notes.